0: The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees.
1: Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it in the merry month of May. Ah, yes, uh, this is your host, I'm Carrie, And uh, on this episode, the name of the episode is Stringy, just so you know. Uh, on this episode, we give our spoiler-free review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. So we're, we don't reveal uh, much of the plot at all. Um, we're we're purposely vague about it, and that may be frustrating to you. But I I promise that we're not going to talk in depth about this movie for a good month. So you've got plenty of time to go see it, and you really should. It's so damn good. OOP spoilers. I love that goddamn raccoon. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, stick around for that. Also, we uh, I, I won't deny we get into a little kind of a Mary Marvel circle jerk uh, here for a bit. And I apologize to our DC fans, but, you know, it, it, it's just... I mean, we get back to the DC stuff toward the end of the show. It's just that we, we got on a roll about... Uh, Marvel Studios and what they're doing. And, 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 you know, we're very passionate about it. So uh, forgive us for that, DC fans. And, 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 and you know, we're both on, on this show. We're, we have DC fans and Marvel fans. So uh, we love it all. Join us. Uh, also, we talk about the Dark Tower a bit, uh, Powerless, and uh, Jimmy reviews the King Arthur movie, Legend of the Sword. So uh, stick around for all of that. And as always, it's brought to us by uh, the people that keep the party going. Uh, our sponsors, and when you see them, tell them Geek Show says, "Hey, of course, Doctor Volts Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Their hold service is free, and with that, you get a discount of twenty percent off purchases over twenty dollars or more, and you get the previews catalog for free. Uh, that is a, a great thing. Twenty forty-three East, thirty-three hundred South in Salt Lake City. It's Doctor Volts Comic Connection. Of course, we want to thank our friends at Cabin Fever as well. Lunch boxes, playing cards, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, tin signs, and more. Visit them. On the corner of 500 South and 700 East, in the heart of Trolley Square in Salt Lake City, cabin fever so much more than a card store. And of course, Chef Daniel can too. Are, are you having ingredients shipped to your home with instructions and you have to do all the work? And all that packaging and ice packs can't be good for the environment. Let Chef Daniel do this. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are just too busy. He's local. Proud to uh, source and serve a lot of local product as well. So go to CantusCatering.com, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information. Or call Daniel at 801-359-6035. Also, Black Velvet Boutique up in Clearfield. Go up and see them, BlackVelvetBoutique.com. They're open seven days a week. It's, a, it's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. So go and say hi to them. Also... Geek Show uh, sponsored by the Tour de Cure. Ride, walk, or run on June 10th in Brigham City to support the American Diabetes Association. Learn more and let them know you heard about it here by going to diabetes.org slash geek show. As always, geek show is one word. All right, let's get to this brand new episode for May 8th. This is Stringy. Please to enjoy...
2: I just cherry-tussed, is what I did.
1: <laughs> I would do a Michael Jackson thing. But I woke up in the next room. We're Did you say chunders. a piece of
3: wood? What the hell that? Lunch.
1: There was a fudgery here in Salt Lake City. Yes, if only I had time for a shower. Geek show,
3: Geek show! I'm
4: Jeff Vice, the comic's curmudgeon, and you can't do that.
2: <laughs> we're going to T-Bow it every week. There's a tough midget. I love looking at Halle Berry, but I want her to gain the weight. Up. Don't look at it. Don't look at the end, goddammit. Okay.
1: okay, Mr. B, I stopped listening.
2: Geekshowpodcast.com
5: and uh, welcome to the basement. Woo! I woo, yeah. I have been singing this song for two weeks straight. My wife hates me for it. <laughs> it is the greatest scene in that movie, in *Guardians*. Makes my mouth water,
4: Jimmy. I've, I've come to the conclusion that you are <laughs> one of the most soundtrack-centric people I've ever met. The first uh, cassette I ever bought was a soundtrack. Well, because if, if a movie soundtrack works for you, you are obsessed with it, and that's all you want to listen to. Yeah. But if it doesn't work with you, you hate the movie. Yeah! <laughs> I've noticed that. Like If a, if a soundtrack Come is a not Jimmy-approved, kind of the movie's done.
5: <laughs> so big
1: and so strong. Uh, the soundtrack has to be Jimmy-approved. He's Jimmy Martin. Hello!
5: Watch me on KSL, Big Movie, Mouth Off, Read and Slug, Arrow, Geek Show, Geek Show. Bam! All right. Stay tuned to the end of this episode for the King Arthur Legend of the Sword interviews.
1: Oh, so we'll review that later, too. I'm yeah, stuck. I can, yeah. I'm okay.
5: so pumped for that movie. It looks cool.
4: Really? So yeah. pumped for that movie.
5: Actually, it's a Guy Ritchie, King too. Arthur movie. Oh, okay. All right. And as we watch Two this, things I love. I did my due diligence, and Shannon and I watched Rock and Rolla.
1: So yes! Good. I love it. Oh, movies.
5: my God. What a great movie! Now, <laughs> people are kind of mad at me because I did not ask Guy Ritchie or anybody the karaoke question. Oh. What I What I did ask Guy Ritchie was... When do we get in the next Rock and roller? or yeah. the real Rock and roller. Yeah, he's got an answer. Ooh. Oh, okay. Stay tuned till yeah, the end. Rock and roll. I'm not telling you.
4: For a guy who's made a shit ton of awesome British gangster movies, yep, Rock yep. and roll is like the king, the mm-hmm. apex of the skull pile. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: he is the apex of our skull pile. He is Lee George <laughs> K. <laughs> the vegan skull
4: pile. Thank you. Uh, come visit me at Fresh 145 East uh, 1300 South Suite 201. We're open on Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And uh, starting this week, uh, we actually have branched out to uh, an online and potentially store-based product line. Uh, oh, really? So we're making vegan jerky, so it's cholesterol-free, good for you. And uh, we have. Is that th- what that is? Yeah, tastes good. just some. this. this good. is the spicy. It is yummy. Yeah, well, that's it like actually jerky. the mellow. This is the spicy oh, here. Me, oh, oh,
5: I, I, I want, want the spicy. I tried the spicy. Yeah. Let me try the regular. The spicy, I want spicy. Uh, The
4: spicy actually has a habanero and uh, and jalapeno pepper blend. It is tasty. It tastes and like and jerky. I'm fucked with it. So that's that's. Can be online, and we already have appointments with like three different grocery stores. Too. That's good, Very. my
2: man! My wow, man. Thanks. so right, it tastes like jerky. It's uh, it's even got the kind of the right mouthfeel. Well, it's mm-hmm. fun because we use the same
4: uh, the same spice blends we use on the stuff at the restaurant. So, this is uh, the spicy one is actually the same spice we use on the fancy boy wrap.
5: You know why that's good because mm. I love spice, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to like you know sweat it out and all no. yeah, so, me neither. but it lingers on the tongue.
4: Oh yeah, and the one that I didn't bring with cuz it's actually in the dehydrator as we speak. We have a teriyaki shriracha. So it starts out sweet and then that pepper hits you as you're chewing yeah. it Yeah. and it's it's a uh, good job. I've been working on this shit for 6 months.
6: Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so, thank, you. Okay. thank you. So, uh, yeah,
4: we we have a we'll have an Etsy shop that'll be so if you're if you're across the country and you're cool. and you're curious about this stuff, uh, you can order it directly through our website, frisheats.com. I'll uh, link you to our Etsy shop. And seriously, uh, there's two or three local grocery stores that we're talking to in the next week. And nice. It wasn't. It wasn't an arm twist. It was. Please come see us. So. Spell <laughs> spell fresh eats. Uh, fresh eats. F R I S C H E A T S. Okay. Uh, it, he tastes like jerky. He Shannon. Oh, he <laughs> <at> you <laughs> Take
2: off a chunk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fucking> <laughs> <ow>. <laughs> Peppery as it goes down.
2: Oh, God, this song, too.
4: Sorry. Uh, I'll let Craig Ferguson use this song as his opening on his nighttime talk show. Common use this song, too. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I just got to say, 18 more (laughs) wake-ups. Nice. Get the fuck out of that stuff, man.
5: Put down that shield that says I promise we're open, but we're (laughs) not.
2: It's been a real shit show this year. Well, you always have Wednesday nights to look forward to. That's right, Wednesday nights, Lucky 13, my... Fucking fabulous pub quiz. Eight o'clock, did I already say that? No. Get there. Fucking do it up. Get there early. Get a table. Yeah. Well, if things keep going the
4: way they are, you can visit Shannon and I as we drunkenly drink ourselves into oblivion on Friday nights at Fisher Oh, god
2: damn. <laughs> I will, yeah, keep hearing about this. Movie. I feel fucking terrible. <laughs> <here. I> will, <laughs> so,
5: <good> Egg <laughs> and I played last week. We came in second, I think. Yeah. And uh, I will never look at a movie the same way again because it was so fucking loud that we couldn't hear shit. And I, you said something like, our uh, or Brian did said, uh, a group of Japanese night raiders, uh, you know, uh, are forced to kill each other or something like that. Yeah. And, and I go, the fuck is a night raider? I have no idea what the fuck a night raider is. And we said it like four times. Like, say it again. Say it again. And we could only hear night, night raider, raider, not ninth graders. Ninth graders. <laughs> okay. And so I go, I don't know. Fucking Princess Mononoke. What the fuck? Like that? You know? Because I I don't know what the fuck yeah. a night raider it was is. Battle Royale. Uh, if I had known ninth grader, no. I would... <laughs> it's well, weird.
2: some of us announce, enunciate better on the microphone than up, others. Up, up, up,
5: up. That's a good...
4: That good. was
2: not me reading that question.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that movie was a, a good use of beat Takeshi. So I'll never look at battle royale I'll think of Night Raider. Those old Night Raiders. <laughs> Hi, Jay. What's up? <laughs> you sound muffled. That thing looks so creepy. It does. Yeah.
7: <laughs> I like <thought> it was- <laughs> I got a Chewbacca
1: mask. He's got the Chewbacca mask, the plastic one. That, yeah. So he's Chewbacca J now.
5: Yeah, Jay Baca.
1: That's not gonna work. I know it's not. It's, <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously
5: the, the where that sounds coming from is not from the mouth, but it's on the forehead. Yeah. What? what who designs this shit? It's right there. There's a hole. No, it's below. That There's one... a speaker. Yeah, oh, it's right there. There's <laughs> a hole. That's where the batteries go.
7: That woman got viral off this shit. This shit is uncomfortable.
5: <laughs> I think yeah, she has so smaller. She... Head. You know what's funny? Yeah. I thought what she did was cute until yeah. she went to a con and tried to start charging for autographs. Yeah, so what? Hundred bucks
7: to take a picture. That's with her. crazy. No joke. Jesus. no
4: joke. Well, I'm glad what's... she got her twelve bucks. All right.
7: <laughs> um, shit, y'all. Um hope y'all had i hope you guys are enjoying guardians of the galaxy i hope you guys had a great may the fourth um i won this chewbacca mask at a, at a wookie calling competition
1: at a wookie calling competition yeah you better deliver
7: yeah that shit was weak man there was no, there was like it was not a lot of it was it was weak ass competition sorry shane
1: there weren't professional no wookie there weren't colors. there okay. weren't okay right.
7: I, I can't even do it a bunch of amateurs we was, we was drinking but um yeah i won it and uh I got a TIE Fighter tattoo on my on my on my heel. On May the fourth? Yes. I'm Gonna get an X Wing uh, next week. And then um How are you gonna do the X Wing?
8: Like huh? the X is like up and down on your ankle you st- ankle or are you gonna go around the sides? I don't I would, know. I, I don't know. Think do that. That. I
7: that. you know what I might just get a tattoo of a bandwagon on my shit. Hey, hey, like, no joke, there you no, go. Go. no joke. No joke. I'm not dead serious. <laughs> I want like a little bandwagon and that just says geek. On it, right there.
5: Instead of doing uh, an X-wing, do the targeting system of the Tie Fighter. That'd oh, be dope
7: oh yeah, Ooh, that'd be dope. Yeah, right, you'd Bo- like on your shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that'd be mm. cool. That would be. I fucks with that. See, the reason why I wanted something like everyone's like, oh, you should get a Star Wars tattoo, I'm like, yeah, but I want to get something because I'm Air Force, you know, like so I want to get something with flight related. Flight related. Thank you, yeah, yeah. avionics. <laughs> Thank you, avionics. Avionics. I hear you. All right, um, you guys, come fucks will be um May eleventh, eleventh. Um, I'll be at the rail for uh, Mayor Mc, uh, Adams uh, comedy night. Uh, that's gonna be a good time, and it's uh, a good venue. Yeah, it's a good venue, and uh, I fucks with it. So, uh, and then and then I I'm saying this now, but if we have any listeners in Canada, Edmonton area,
2: mm-hmm.
7: I'll be. Uh, I'm been to Edmonton. Yeah, I never been. So like, I'm still trying to lock this down. But the 21st through the 28th, I might be there. Like, I'm still. But so, stay tuned. Uh, follow fuck, fucks with me on Twitter. It's Jay Whitaker. That's my Twitter handle.
5: All right. Love y'all. This goddamn soundtrack. I, it's, this I mean, it's song.
7: all right.
4: Really? I don't like this song in general. I don't so believe you know, you. I, <laughs> I will tell you this.
7: I will tell you this. During the outdoor scenes in Guardians, yeah. all I kept say, like humming to myself was outdoor fucking. I won't yeah. lie. Outdoor hugging. Yep. That's
5: outdoor hugging. <laughs> yep. yep. But that ship just taking off. Right. But you got to so understand. So gorgeous. I, I, all right.
4: I lived through this song. The first time around, Okay. and did not like it then. So there's like this bad association mm-hmm. that pops up. We'll, oh, but we'll baby, grew
5: in the window, just like, oh yeah, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking tired of uh, Tony, hi. Hey, <laughs> a designated
8: driver and producer of the program. Yep. Uh, check me out on Twitter at quadttony, or right here on the Geek Show, or on uh, the Gadget Spot Podcast, where we talk about tech gadgets and video games with Excitable James. There he is. Uh, that was a good one. Thank my cousin Jaron and Owen.
6: All right. Your and, cousin's
8: uh, staring I, at one? No, no, just one and of them. other cousin, no one? I, and, and we have a, uh, a fearless leader. He's our he's our captain. Our captain. The admirable admiral.
5: You have to, like, hit your chest twice like Guardians. Carrie uh, <laughs> Jackson. Oh,
4: hi. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, uh, x96.com. Oh, hey, I should throw out real quick, uh, on May 4th on Star Wars Day, I, I guessed it. Uh, they, they opened a, a mic for me on the Nerd Dome podcast. Uh-huh. So if you want to hear some people get confused as I make up how Captain Phasma becomes a Commodore, a Did, commander, and they believe marries you marries Hondo and Anaka yeah. and rules <laughs> the galaxy. You, you made it up. They believed you. I don't know if they believed me or not, but it was about a six-minute tirade of me just steamrolling wow. a think table they, full of people. I think they believed you. It was more just Lee yeah. waving his hand in front of their head. You <laughs> will believe
7: this story. So <laughs> nice right. kids. Fun I show. believe there's a moose bear. There is a moose bear. There is a moose bear. I, I came this close to getting, uh, there was a listener that made a moose bear Stormcloud logo. And I came this close to getting a tattoo on my body. <sighs> uh, That's that'd be, be a, a bad
1: idea. Fred, I want it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I want it.
4: Freddie Prince Jr. actually refers to that as his Galactic Force Moose. Gal- force, force Moose? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a good, it's
4: good Wait, way to describe, describe force it. Galactic Force. Freddie Prince Jr.? Yeah. 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 Why him? Why him? He's, yeah. he's <laughs> the, <laughs> the voice. guy. He's the guy that plays Kanan. He's the <laughs> voice. Oh, voice. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm a bad. Yeah. I'm a bad Star Wars.
2: I finally caught up on that shit. I'm not good. That was good. Super, super
4: sad dude. If you ever read that guy's backstory, you know? well, yeah, I mean, Freddie Prince Jr., his yeah. dad. You know, nothing like he's having like, your dad. Nothing, nothing like having your dad commit suicide when you're six. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, But then he married Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah, probably. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Well, and he made that horrible, uh, horrible spaceship starfighter movie. Wing Commander, and- Wing Commander. <laughs> <laughs>
5: whoa, whoa! Calm down. Oh. That is cinematic genius.
4: Had a good soundtrack. We're gonna apparently. have a fight. Oh, yeah, it's fighting. a roller
5: coaster it of was, a good time. It was with all John Denver.
7: No, no, with a fake, with the fake Chewy, whatever the hell that thing is.
4: A fake, uh, it was a fake Baca. Mm-hmm.
8: They, fake called him, Baca. they called him. They called him stringy, not chewy, but stringy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Shut up! No. They, uh, <laughs> <they didn't. laughs> I, I do have
4: some sad news, Star Wars related for you, though, Carrie. What's that? Having survived the, and, and you as well, Shannon. Having survived the Star Wars Christmas special when we were kids. Yes, but, barely. You remember Chewbacca's son? Uh Lumpy. Yeah. <laughs> He's canon again. What? L- what happened? Lumparowick.
1: Lump, that's his full name yeah, yeah he's
4: uh he's canon again the last aftermath what book. happened oh no but he's give not give me the author's but name but here's, here's uh Chuck Wendig the best part is <laughs> though he's not referred to as Lumpy he's not it's Arrowick. that's his Arawick. that's his nickname it's a little yeah. better so that's a yes, nickname a little better well in Wookiee it's <laughs> a not a, it's not an easy tongue to master you know ah. yeah, see what he did there no but when they liberate Kashyyyk Chewbacca actually goes looking for his family because they're they've been enslaved by the empire and he finds leading uh leading a revolution. I, I
1: would like at some point for you to to give us sort of a Star Wars State of the Union uh since we're post-celebration <sighs> that would be dope uh, you know to, to get us all caught up where everything is
4: my fellow geeks the union is strong. You know, like honestly,
7: Lee, like I'm with Carrie on this one. Like, if you had a, like a robe, just kind of get in front of a camera, and we treat it like a press conference,
4: and yeah. I would love it. I would. Okay, I'd watch, I'd tune in. Our our union is strong. That's <laughs> well, I, I could I
5: could lead to the specifics. If we're doing it presidential, you have to put the robe on and get on a golden toilet. That's right. right after yeah, yeah. got to go fake tan in a little bit.
1: Um, but let's but let's uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that later probably. Right. But uh, let's. Uh, the the matter at hand, which is spoiler free uh, review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. <laughs>
8: spoiler free. I can't spoiler say much. free That's like uh, it's really good. Go see it. Yeah, that's good. my review. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give my. <laughs> I mean,
1: because at the, at the time that this recording is released, it will have been you know just past its opening weekend. It will have broken
4: records. And it's the, uh, has anybody best, seen it more than once? I have okay. the the best Mary Poppins reference in oh, science fiction cinema my history. God.
2: Okay, so the it
3: hard, might be the only though. I'll, it may be
4: the
5: only. Yeah. I'll the, say. I'll say something. Uh, I, I will say it right now. Drax, Dave Bautista steals that movie. One hundred percent. I mean, fucking grabs I it agree. and runs away. Easily has the first and last laugh in that movie. I, think they, I
1: think they all get moments. Yeah, they, so they do. You do I, I, I can't. I can't. Certain point characters to, get too many. I can't point to just one.
7: That, who do that,
5: you think gets too many?
7: I don't, I don't, want, it, I don't it. want to say because it it's gonna buy it's gonna for people that haven't yeah, seen it's gonna, it's gonna fuck up the bias. All so right, okay, true. we'll All talk right. about it off mic. Good call.
1: Yeah, I think everybody gets a moment in this movie, not just Drax. I think everybody gets a you know moment. Who I think gets
5: the least? Huh? Star Lord. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think yeah, 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 was, I think, I think
8: everybody
5: definitely. else. The shit going on between uh, Gamora and Nebula. Mm-hmm. Is awesome.
4: Well, and Karen Gillan actually gets to act in this movie. In yeah, the first she one, is she's fantastic. she's super super wooden in the first movie. And in yeah. this one, she really really comes out and shines. And she's great. Dave
5: Bautista. There's a scene where it's Mantis and Drax. Yeah. yeah. Where she puts his hand on him. Yeah. And, oh. and it is that was a good amazing.
8: scene. And yep.
7: Mantis is great, but so she's cute. uglier than
5: shit. <laughs> but she's beautiful on the inside. I I, I didn't.
7: I had a, I, I liked Mantis. I had my like that was the thing. I walked out of the movie. I I enjoyed the hell out of it, but I I hate that I got picky on weird shit that I didn't expect to. Yeah. But it's not like it wasn't like a Marvel thing. It was more like it was more like of a cultural thing, and then it was more of a a, a business thing that I got pissed about. Right? <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> okay. Yeah, like when we do our spoiler, when we do our spoiler one, I'll are you, go off. Are you, like, are you okay. saying
4: that some uh, some decisions were made for easy marketing? Yeah, that's that would be my one complaint. Hmm. That, that,
7: I, I, that's, yeah. that's. I'm interested. I there there, there, there is there it. is
4: a, there is a character that was left in a certain state for easy marketing,
7: hmm. and I, uh, I, I just
4: don't like it. Hmm. Super, okay. I would say almost George Lucas Ewok level marketing. Hmm. You talking about yeah. Howard? No, oh.
7: <laughs> well, this, yeah, this is off. This is a off mic or three weeks
8: later conversation. And it's like,
7: it's, it's it's not. It's I just not, don't want to like I just don't want to fuck up people's bias.
1: You know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah. Well, just, let's
8: let's move on to the yeah, next topic. On to then. All right. Yeah. Uh, that little
1: asshole rocket. Oh, he's great. Uh, he he gets he gets, he gets he's 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 four times the asshole he was before. Right. When yeah. he says and and but he gets moments. He gets these
5: yep. great moments when he says, "I hope your dad's not as much of a dick as you." Orphan boy. <laughs> oh man, yeah. no. you're just like, like, like fuck what dude? the fuck.
4: Yeah, just but his reason when they explain the reason behind it at the end of the movie, you yeah. go, "Oh, yeah. I get this. I, oh. I know someone who lives their life precisely that way, exactly, yeah. and exactly. Uh, because if everyone's at arm's length, nobody can yeah. hurt you exactly.
8: Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. Then, yeah, and
7: that's I I did like that. Probably was one of the best parts because like that, that's the thing. You when you watch this movie, you kind of find out a lot about yourself. Because there's, there's parts of this movie where you're like, oh shit, this is, this is you, can, you
4: can definitely personify with this. You're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing they did beautifully too, um, and uh, if you don't like the fact that I'm going to talk about feminism, then fuck you. Come fight me, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hell yeah. But James Gunn said early on that he wanted to bury the Bechdel test with this thing. And one of the strongest things is, uh, one of the most important things is that women have their own agency. And if they do have a conversation, it's not about boys, mm-hmm. right? So... There's a great scene between uh, Gamora and Nebula. Yep, that's about them. It's yeah. not about pining away for the boy. It's not about. It's it's literally about family. Oh yeah. It's about anguish. It's about abandonment. It's about uh, sisterhood. It's about all these things that tie people together in a family or in a relationship, mm-hmm. and the anguish that can come along with that when when you don't notice, you know, your your family outside. That might even be the theme of the movie, when you don't notice the the uh, the their own turmoil you're too busy caught up on your own and uh it's it's a fantastic scene i think it's about three or four min- minutes of the movie but it it really does actually now that i think about it not a single female character in that movie uh is unabashedly fawning over a boy and if they are that's your own inflection right. of it. that's your own interpretation of it so a uh, very strong female characters in this movie oh yeah and, and actually uh I'd say there's a, a scene with Gamora where she uh, out-big-guns the big guns. Yeah, no, absolutely. Literally. Literally. I,
5: <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to a, a side character, is uh, Sean Gunn. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. There are so many scenes where that he guy steals, st- that. steals it. If
4: you're a Gilmore gr- Girls fan, you're not surprised. Yeah. You've seen this man do gold you know, high level uh, solid gold comedy for, for years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great to see him do it in
5: a movie. It's, oh, he's just, there's so many emotions. That, I mean, like, and I can, I'll say the line and it's not going to ruin anything. He just goes, they killed my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're just looking at I, I've seen it three times now and yep. it, it's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Yep.
4: Solid delivery. And the scene yeah. that
5: follows is yeah. so fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I,
7: one of my favorite characters in the movie is Jeff.
5: <laughs> yeah. No, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> it's a huge ass galaxy, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff,
7: do the glasses? Can, yeah,
5: can I? With the can, I he "Can I squish this little plant with my foot?" No, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. He's too adorable That's to kill. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, they
4: they keep they keep that that vibrant, uh, crazy '70s color palette going. Yeah. You know this this movie is shot like, and and the the set design is a. Seventies French Art Nouveau comic book. Oh yeah. And, Absolutely. Uh,
5: I'll mention a shot. I'm not gonna I'm, I'm trying to stay spoiler free. Let's just towards the end. Uh, let's just say jet thrusters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's beautiful.
4: there's an establishing scene. Uh, it's the first scene with with Yondu on it, uh, the very first scene, and it's everything you need to know about Yondu. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. and without a single word being said. Yeah, oh, it's everything you need to know Michael about Michael Rooker.
5: Holy yeah. shit, he was, he he was said,
8: awesome. That's
1: that's the other I, thing is that this this he's a star of this film.
8: Oh yeah, I mean, for he, sure. He's,
1: he's not just a side character. Nope. And well, and I. Uh,
8: that's the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that it's really hard to review and talk about this movie without spoiling because the movie is less about a main plot and more about character development really for each of the character characters. Broke. And so you talk about anything and it's like well, I'm giving away well, how but, that character
4: developed. Now and it's yeah. really good. Yeah, there's there's some stuff I can't even talk about because I'll kind of ruin the ending. Yeah. But uh, somebody growing up in my circumstances, not knowing certain members of my family, uh, yeah, it was like a yeah. I I. It's it's it's. I can't talk about it. We'll talk about it in, <laughs> yeah, the, in the spoiler episode. I'm not kidding.
5: Kid, when I saw it the first time, I thought of you and I thought of Carrie, and I was like, they're going to attach to this
4: Mr. Almond over here. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, James yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's certain, circ- to certain circumstances you can grow up with where you just look yeah. at a character at the end and go. I mean, that was a punch in the face. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Boom. I
5: was excited for you guys to see it. That's why I was like, yeah. like yeah. I couldn't say anything. And it, but, oh my god! Before you if we leave the subject. Fucking Kurt Russell. Dude. Yeah. Oh, holy <laughs> oh, shit. Guys, he was so
4: guys good. that tech. That tech is spooky now. Is
5: it scary?
4: Isn't it? Isn't it?
6: Yeah. I was now, like, that's well, now I'm like, Jack Burton. Let's, let's,
4: let's go ahead and do the Big Trouble reboot uh, 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 sequel and fuck, fuck The Rock. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Honestly.
8: I wish I could have seen him without the CGI because of what he said in your interview, Jimmy, how it was a lot
4: of makeup. Well,
5: here, I'd like to I've see him with just that, the makeup. I've heard James Gunn also said it's a lot of tech, too.
4: Is it? Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, sure. I mean, there's some see, conflicting things. They kind of had to trim a little gut. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. I definitely noticed that. And that hair was fantastic. Oh god. my god. Um, yeah. I almost <laughs> fell. <out laughs> of but I saw. he had First that. He it. had
4: that. That Kurt Russell, uh, nineteen eighty oh, grin. Yeah. yeah and I realized it was, was, he was he right.
1: Saw. It was right out of used cars. Yeah. Right out just,
4: of that. Oh god. So that's where we're at, kids. I mean, yeah. if you have a living actor and, the, and you say, "Hey, I want to do." I want to do uh, Big Trouble 2, or I want to do, uh, say say you want to do uh, an 80s Rocky movie, and if the actor's still alive and willing to consent, because the other thing they did, they de-aged his fucking voice. Dude, I, yeah. Don't, yeah.
5: I don't even know and- if they need to be alive. Oh, no, I think ethically, okay. I think ethically, ethically sure,
4: yeah. ethically. Ethically. Well, yeah. for your estate. And it's kind of like Carrie Fisher's estate said with with episode nine. We're kind of uncomfortable. And it was cool yeah. seeing her young again, but maybe let's just write her out. Well, you know. and they uh,
1: there was a big article regarding Star Wars, as a matter yeah. of fact, in The Hollywood Reporter uh, this, this past week mm-hmm. about that, about yeah. the possibility of, you know, the actors who are signing on to do these movies now yeah. may wind up being in them. Forever, forever, and yeah. and not being in them even yeah. at the same time. And right, that's something that they they are now working into
4: contracts. And but if I like if I that. were if I were a director, if I were Coppola, and I wanted to go back and do another Godfather movie, uh, you mean two
5: point two before three? Yeah. yeah, like I didn't do it. Some,
4: yeah, <laughs> something along those lines. But I mean, there, there's there's something about knowing that, and we saw it with Civil War. With the Robert Downey Jr. flashback, because that was that was freaky. That was nineteen years old. That was weird old. science, fucking. That was <laughs> right. weird science level Robert Downey Jr. But there were a little a little areas around the eyes and the mouth that you kind of go, okay, right. little but uncanny this, valley. There was only one second where I said, "We're not there." Only one second. Yeah. And the rest of the time, I was like, "How the <coughs> fuck did you do?" This? I know, right. I know. It's, and that, yeah. it's the same with Rogue One, though. On on the screen, there are a couple times where you go, "Well, that looks a little plasticky," but on home video, you can't see it. You can't. You can't. It's wow. just you, oh, you forget. Yeah.
1: But uh, I, I it's like I said everybody gets their moments in the in this movie. Uh, there's plenty of action, mm-hmm. uh, the soundtrack we're listening to now, uh, character developments. Hey, it's I, my mean, second I, think, it's I think it's funnier. I think it's funnier yes. yes. it darker. Fun, yeah, that's why I always it. It's Yeah, yeah I said
7: it's the funniest and the feelsiest and the best well the best most well the worst confusing comment I saw was it's too much CD- CGI. It's about a
5: movie in fucking well, space with a raccoon. I'll be honest, I think 90% is probably CGI. It yeah. I mean, they probably I think yeah. it's all in front of a Looks green screen. Because it's not real. This
7: shit is made in Compton. Yeah. I
5: mean, the first thing, like, I, I, oh my God, I, I look at this movie and I keep thinking of the scenes. Like, even in the Sovereign Fleet with the 80s arcade. <laughs> that that yeah.
4: was so but it's, cool. But it's like, <laughs> <but> it's <laughs> sound effect. It's astropunk. You can't do astropunk without CGI because yeah. that shit yeah. doesn't exist this, in reality. Exactly. You know why you can't film in space? Yeah. me out <laughs> And there's that. He,
5: uh,. James Gunn's already signed on for the third, like that. Yeah, I can't imagine this franchise in someone else's hands. Mm-hmm. I don't want
1: it in anybody uh, else's hand and, unless and they, unless they you know find some
4: genius somewhere. And the one, I, the one, I, I'm not going to say who it is, but there there was some other. We've known about the trade between uh, for Ego uh, with Fox because Fox had the rights to Ego, and so uh, Marvel said you can have Negasonic Teenage Warhead for for Deadpool if we can have Ego. There's another yes. Fox owned character okay. that shows up in this movie. And where, I, a, And I I literally, the second this character was on screen, I may have fucked up the movie because I screamed, What? Yeah. I was there with I you. Was, I was super surprised. I mean, as literally, well. This I mean, character is, is entwined yeah. with the Fantastic Four. It's crazy. Yes. I'm
5: not kidding. Some of my favorite memories, no joke. Like, I get to do the junkets like that. Yeah. My favorite things are. Watching it with you guys, yeah. Because there's certain things I don't know, yeah. Because I'm not a huge comic book reader, right. yeah. And I'm just like, okay, I know it's coming, so I just want to see. It. And then all of a sudden, I'll see Jay freak out. I'll see you freak out, yeah. I'll see Shannon, Carrie, everybody just freak out. know that, and it's just, it's one of my most like heartwarming things to just see you guys lose it, your because because uh, this
4: this is something I would love to see happen if uh, if say Marvel ends up with the rights to this particular character. Those of you who know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. will yeah. understand. There is an anthology series Marvel yes. could do on TV with that character. Which yes. would be awesome. Yeah. Which would be amazing because, you know, I mean, what if you could do that storyline, right?
7: <laughs> that, be, that would be a great storyline. No, like, I had such a blast. Like you said, you've seen it three times. I saw it twice. I went to the Salt Lake, or so in the, uh, the Salt Lake Comic Con premiere in Sandy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool to watch it. I will say, once the wooing and the awes calmed down, because the problem was everyone got too excited, and they missed a lot of the humor. Oh, yeah. I, was, I kept, I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you're missing. Yeah, yeah. You're missing. The yeah. jokes. Yeah, there, there's so there's so many jokes, but the, the, the movie leaves no stone unturned. Except Just, for that one. Well, again, except for that one. But,
5: <laughs> but I mean. It, it's it, a movie that you need to at least watch at least twice. Yeah. And possibly three times. I mean, on the third time, I found more stuff in there that I oh, yeah. had not seen before. Oh, there's there's Easter eggs
7: through yeah. yeah. everywhere. The, one of the best Easter eggs is when blue shit is happening on Earth and you see a certain thing will show up and like, what, is that that thing? And then you just kind of... Mm, mm, I think I may have missed I that have thing. i have to watch it again.
4: you have to tell us. Something, uh,
7: yeah, something flew by real quick. All
1: I
4: know oh. is I want some Dairy Earth. Queen. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I swear that Dairy Queen is in every small town in rural America. Of course it is. Yes. Not, not just... A Dairy Queen. I'm talking about that specific Dairy What's Queen funny is with that, that specific woods behind it.
5: I I went down to Orem to host the the they're uh, you know screening for it on as it recorded a couple days ago, and right outside the theater is a Dairy Queen. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, please don't let. They're think- standing
4: across the street, just waving. They don't da- want
5: any big black blobs coming right.
7: <laughs> is da- dairy Queen's probably got to have a pr- promo with oh, they this. Oh, okay, yeah, they're, they're involved. Oh, there's one yeah. thing. Hey, yeah. one thing I do know, Kurt Russell has a penis. <laughs>
5: Well, well that, yeah, I it's think we, good, we all too. Yeah. that. It's pretty good. No, it's pretty like, good. He, he has a penis. Don't,
6: he
1: do it. He...
5: God, Drax steals that show. It's <laughs> such a good. Well, if
1: you'd a, if if like, and I do this with with every Marvel movie, it seems. If you if you had a time machine mm-hmm. and I went back in that time machine to young uh, uh-huh. little Carrie, yep. and said, "Guess what? Not only is Ego the Living Planet in a movie."
4: Uh, several forms of ego of the living Planet yes. are in that movie, the
1: one that you, you're looking at in that comic right now, yeah, that, that Avengers comic right now, yeah, with the face, yeah. Not only is that going to be in a movie, but Dexter Riley <laughs> is going to perform the lyrics to "Brandy, You're a Fine Girl," <laughs> almost Jesus. Shakespearean, and it's going to be important.
7: <laughs> it you know, really like, is, so like, good. Jesus Christ! That, uh, you know? I, and that I, when I they get, break down that scene that is a great scene with... With, with the... Some, yeah. Yeah, it's a great scene. I think we can... No, don't I'm, spoil it. No, no, it's not yeah. spoiling. I don't think it's Ego mm-hmm. the Planet. I mean, like... Yeah, I mean,
5: you everybody know what knows. it the Planet yeah. looks like in the comics. But, like, you were sitting to my left, Gary. and mm-hmm. with And the second they show the planet with the... It's Kurt Russell's face. Yeah. And you can see yep. it. And you went, Oh, Man, <laughs> <laughs> I just
4: I just want to go back to the guy that was in charge of uh, of Fox when the second Fantastic Four movie came out, and instead of Galactus, because who wants to see a giant purple guy? Nobody. Let's just do a purple cloud. Nobody, and let's yeah. make it a cloud. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure somebody sent him a snapshot of Ego, the Living Planet. And said, "There you go, there you go. It's, it's it, okay. me it can be done. It don't, yep. Yeah.
7: It's just I just can't wait to see where everything." Starts well, coming together. I
5: hope <laughs> when uh, when they go to Earth, hopefully, because I think that's going to happen in Infinity War. They have to get to Earth somehow. He's got to get an iPhone that, at some point. Well, so, he's got to get a new walk. I got. An-
7: I got another theory.
1: <laughs> well, what what is happening next is they are in Infinity War. Yeah, and uh, that. That movie takes place four years after this movie. Because
4: well, this movie's literally within you know, within a short period of time yeah. after the well, first it's, one. It's,
1: it's six, four years. Well no, it's it's six months after the first one. Yeah. The Guardians are established, they're right. known. So uh, it is six months. It took yeah.
4: it took it, that took me like several days to figure out. So then
1: then it will be in Infinity War, which is next year. It will be four years technically okay. after the first Volume one? Two. Second one. After okay. Volume Two. So We'll see matured, matured characters there. Teamwork we'll, and yeah, shit. We'll, we'll see. We'll see Groot grown up finally, and and we'll see. Uh, uh, you know, maybe a different relationship between all of the characters, mm-hmm. or they they will be matured, maybe working together better.
8: Who yeah. knows? So uh, the uh, Infinity Wars is one movie, right? Yes, and then they're going to do a second a second Avengers movie the next year. Yeah, are they filming them at the same time? Or kind of. They? Yeah, yeah. They're,
5: they're filming them right now.
8: Kind yeah. of concurrently. Yeah, they're
5: in production right now.
8: Okay, but that one's not going to be part of the no. Infinity War. Infinity That's all in the first movie.
1: Infinity War is one year from now. Okay, and and so, so we're we're getting Spider Man this summer. We're getting Thor in the fall. God, and Thor is so good. And then in the spring, we're getting Infinity War. And uh, <laughs> let's see, then after that, it's Black Panther. I want to say, yeah. But uh, I don't know if he's involved in Infinity War at all. But well, it's funny. We,
4: we had some criticism about a year ago for uh, um, Marvel pushing back Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the criticism was, well, you know, now DC is going to get Wonder Woman out. After seeing the shit job Warner Brothers is doing of promoting the Wonder Woman movie. Promoting, and, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, promoting. It's, it's almost like, mm, well, let's put her on some snack cakes. But other than that, what mm-hmm. else can we promote her on? She's on snack cakes. Uh, oh yeah, it's like any, any any kind of, and this 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 is fucking stupid as hell. Uh, oh, we need some promotional stuff for Wonder Woman, so let's make sure we put her on some low calorie brownie mix and oh.
8: uh, and
4: and yeah, you gotta uh, diet keep foods. it
8: Slim and trim. Uh, I was excited to get the Wonder Woman snack cakes, but not anymore. Yeah.
1: Now I, I read in one of my media feeds or whatever it is uh, that uh, one of the reasons they this is what they say. Yeah, we're not spending a lot of time promoting Wonder Woman right now, is we're worried it's going to get lost. With you know all these guardians, and so everything you don't stuff. want
4: to promote the hell out of the movie that I don't, you have coming out yeah. in less than a month. I yeah. don't. Yeah. I,
1: I, they say they're going to hit it hard here pretty
4: yeah, soon. Yeah, but that
1: doesn't excuse a not doing it and b you're you're promoting Justice League. Yep, I mean, yep. there's there's two trailers out yeah. there for that. But no, what what the problem you know, is, dipshits, so, is you don't
4: have any <laughs> confidence in your property,
1: and you should because yeah. that that movie, I mean, based just based on the trailers, that looks good. Yep, it looks like they did honor to that character. Yeah, looks agree.
5: good. And here's the thing that what pisses me off is that. D- the one thing that DC could hold over Marvel is that we're doing the first yeah. female superhero yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, it, and
4: guess what? Yeah. We hired a female director, and we're, yeah, we're doing everything. all the, we're doing everything the right way to do it. We're going to make sure this character has agency and power and all this other shit. And bury oh, it. Yeah, yeah, they're not telling anyone about yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if, she does If
5: it fails, it's on them. Yeah. She doesn't
4: belong on Doritos. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, yeah. now she, I want well, Doritos. It was,
5: diet Doritos. Made. Yeah.
2: It, 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 Jesus, it's what I was saying in the car, man. DC, uh, Warner Brothers owns the. Most recognizable superheroes, yeah, they do on the mm-hmm. planet.
1: Batman, mm-hmm. Superman, and they keep Ugh, fucking it up,
2: Woman, yeah, and they don't know what to fucking do with them. Yeah, it just, it, I, I'm, I mean, <laughs> I got my
1: fingers crossed for for. I'm I, excited about that. I'm movie. excited about. I never
5: thought I I'd say wow. I want
4: to see this Wonder Woman a, a, movie yeah. a yeah. world three. war a World War One action movie featuring Wonder Woman. Yeah, sign me the fuck up. Yeah, yeah but you know what's
5: depressing about it. No shit. Is that you, like you said? You got Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, three characters that I mean, you and the Joker. The Joker. You could go to anywhere in the world, that probably know you are, right? And I was on the the news the other day, and uh, the anchor, who I can I can't guarantee it, but I can bet you a thousand dollars that she's never read a Guardians comic in yeah, her yeah. lifetime. And yeah. she's like, "I love Groot. Yeah. I love him yeah. so much. Yep. Like that. You know." And she's like, "My kids love mm-hmm. him. My husband loves him." Marvel did it. How do you take? How do you fuck up Wonder Woman and then you know everybody loves Groot? A or, tree, yeah, a tree, or a yep. talking raccoon. Yep. yeah, yeah. It's, exactly. It's inexcusable. I just,
1: uh, yep. yeah. I have I have high hopes for Wonder Woman though I really yep. want to see it. Yeah, we I
8: sound do. like we're condemning it already. No no, we, no, no, I'm, no, not, I'm, I'm excited I'm, as yeah. shit for I, Wonder Woman. I'm, I'm, I'm just
1: Brothers. mad how they're yeah. promoting it. We're condemning yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the the white men who who well, make marketing and, it, and,
4: and those of us that have worked in media, uh, you you know a cover up job when you see it. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, it's it's lack of confidence in the product because if you're saying, oh, we're going to hit it hard. Uh, you don't hit it hard two weeks before release. You hit it hard for six months prior to release. Yeah, I'm, don't,
5: the, I'm the guy who says I don't watch trailers anymore. Yeah, but they played like four trailers before the the Comic Con screening. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they aired a Wonder Woman a trailer that I had not seen. Mm-hmm. Holy, it's shit. it's amazing! Does it
1: look awesome? Yeah. It looks awesome. And what was the crowd's reaction? They were excited. they were freaking out. Yeah, they were excited. Yeah, fucking
5: mind. Nope.
1: <laughs> So go out and support this Wonder Woman movie when it opens, it's unless it sucks.
4: Even then, <laughs> even then, I think you should support it. No, you should support. I mean, it's 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 an know? important movie. Uh,
5: yeah. I will say, uh, our our buddy Brian Young said something. We were at the Guardian screening. He goes, can you imagine if it was just really Chris, Pry- Chris Pine's story, and they just were showing just the scenes just snippets Wonder of Wonder Woman? Woman? Oh, like, man.
4: man. We really fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> that would go over super well. Well, it's kind of like you know people who complain about the Luke Cage series because uh, it started to fall apart after the, the main villain oh, died yeah. halfway through. And my counter to that is, okay, it's got some problems in the second half, yeah. but that show, that series overall... Is far more significant mm-hmm. in its importance yep. socially yep. and sure. societally yep. than people are recognizing. Mm-hmm. So, As especially I- that the last episode when they pull a Spider-Man two on it, yeah. when everybody starts wearing hoodies with holes in them, yeah. and I'm just like, it's just like that scene in Spider-Man two where all the townspeople on the on the train stand in front of Peter yes. and won't let Doc Ock at him. I'm like, yes. that that is a fucking community coming together yep. to protect a hero. That shit makes me ball like a baby. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> that show. Its significance and its importance. It's the same as Wonder Woman. That show is significant, relevant, and important. I agree. So, yeah, I hope I, they can pull their heads out of their ass and and support this movie. When
7: when I called you, guys, when I called in from Mississippi, uh, and I talked, gave my opinion on Luke Cage. I said it right here on the, on the show. It's like I love, I loved Luke Cage as a black man. Loved Luke Cage as a Marvel mm-hmm. fan. I was mildly disappointed, but yeah, like Lee said, he hit it. It's it's extremely significant. But he's like, great I was, as Luke Cage. Though. I was, fu- yeah, I was true, fucking bowling because I just. I, I bought like a baby cuz I was just like I just never I had never seen this shit and it was just it felt real like I was like shit this is real fucking Wu-Tang shows up and mm-hmm. yeah. it's like it felt <laughs> like it was I was like fuck this
4: What if this like could happen you know
7: I I just that was like, and for me, it just fucked me up for like a day. <laughs>
4: yeah, no, it's it was an authentic, it was an authentic story and an authentic community. Speaking of and, that
5: though, oh, the Defenders trailer. Yeah, yeah. oh, oh right. yeah. you blew cool me away about that trailer.
4: I could see Finn Jones' face when he was fighting. <laughs> right. Let's 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 take a break.
1: Let's take a break, and we'll talk about that coming up after, after these messages, messages. We'll be right back. back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, it is May, and that means Free Comic Book Day is Saturday, May 6th, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And everything in the store-wide is 20 to 50% off. Let's see what else is going on in the month of May at Dr. Volt's. The all-new comic based on the Injustice 2 video game is here. Superman is imprisoned, and it's up to Batman to put the world back together. All-new Guardians of the Galaxy are on the run again, this time from the Nova Corps. Cable returns this month through his own monthly series. With all of time hanging in the balance, will Cable fulfill his mission? Well, you'll just have to find out. Stargate Universe begins right where Season 2 of the acclaimed science fiction TV series ended, with the crew and unwilling passengers of the Destiny set to cross a vast expanse of space with no margin of error. All fans of the show will find out what happens next. And of course, don't forget, Dr. Volts Comic Connection always offers 10% off for all active and retired military. Support local business. Get out of the house. Make some new, in-real-life friends. They're open seven days a week. Their hold service is free. And with that, you get a discount of 20% off purchases over $20 or more. And you get the previews catalog for free with that. 2043 East, 3300 South. Dr. Volts Comic Connection.
4: It's May. It's May, the lusty month of May.
1: Whether you're celebrating National Paranormal Day, that's May 3rd, National Star Wars Day, May 4th, of course, National Wine Day, May 25th, National Honor Our LGBT Elders Day, May 17th, or, of course, Mom's Day, Sunday, May 14th, it looks like the month of May was made for cabin fever customers. Priding themselves in retro candy, hilarious books, tin totes, rubber duckies, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, and licensed merchandise. It's about time to drop in and meet them. For 35 years, Cabin Fever has been the store for eccentric folks with too much unique tastes. So visit Cabin Fever in the heart of historic Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in Salt Lake City, Utah. Stop in, meet the staff, say hello to Dave, tell him Geek Show says hey, thanking you for your continued support for shopping local cabin fever so much more than a card store hey are you doing all the work i mean are you having groceries ingredients shipped to your home and then you're doing all the work i mean really you couldn't send me pre-made croutons i gotta slice the almonds all that packaging and ice packs that can't be good for the environment either Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantus Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel Geek Show Says Hey. This year's Tour de Cure is on June 10th in Brigham City to support the fight against diabetes. The Tour de Cure is not a race, but an event for everyone with options including a 5K walk run and bike routes ranging from a family-friendly 12-mile ride up to a challenging 100-mile century ride. Every route is supported with rest stops, food to fuel the journey, and fans to cheer you on. Enjoy the beautiful scenery followed by a great after-party. The Tour de Cure is proud to partner with the Brigham City Heritage Arts Festival, where all participants can enjoy performances, artisans, children's activities, and more. Did you know that over 200,000 adults and children are living with diabetes in Utah alone? Ride, run, or walk for those you love living with diabetes and help fund critical research, advocacy, and education. To register or volunteer, visit the American Diabetes Association at diabetes.org slash geek show. Learn more and let them know you heard about it here by going to diabetes.org slash geek show. Remember, it starts with you. Black Velvet Boutique, I've had a lot of Geek Show podcast listeners thank me for introducing them to Black Velvet Boutique. Well, Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique want to thank you for stopping by. They're located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's a sexual wellness resource, locally owned and operated, open seven days a week. Uh, The staff's really supportive, very passionate about making sure their customers have a positive experience. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself black velvet boutique all-inclusive judgment-free shopping environment i mean talking about sex can be uncomfortable if you let it black velvet boutique they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex you're free to just shop anonymously or you know don't be shy engage with any of the black velvet boutique staff they're interested in building an honest dialogue and relationship with their customers helping people make informed decisions it's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask about their free workshops as well. BlackVelvetBoutique.com, located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. And we are back. Woo! Yeah. Uh, just a couple of uh, items of business here. Benefit. Um We've got the, um, uh, if you go to geekshowpodcast.com and you click on the merch button, uh, from, uh, let's see, now until the 13th, today is the 8th when this is released, now until the 13th of May only, uh, James is, is doing a big clear out, uh, clearance, uh, t-shirts for, for this week only, $15, and what he's doing is he's, mm, you'll get sunglasses, maybe. You, maybe you'll get a flask. He's throwing in an extra oh. little something. Oh. For you. Maybe he
8: might get his leftovers, lottery style. Because
1: we're trying to get rid of these uh, items, because we're going to a new uh, distribution model.
8: Send half a banana in one uh, of
1: them, and uh, he's doing that with the t- with the t shirts. Now with the hoodies, they're they're thirty dollars, and uh, after the thirteenth, the merch will be shut down for a few weeks until we get to that new model, and then we'll come back with it. So uh, so order now. Uh,
4: operators geek- are standing by
1: go to geekshowpodcast.com and click on the uh, merchandise button also our friend travis the pieman has uh completed this uh you can get the uh geek show year in review what yes whoa uh if you go to uh, his site <sighs> geekshowyearinreview.blogspot.com and uh he's uh, he's got them on uh, youtube and uh, also on audio and uh so this is, you know, if, if you're a fan and want to relive or if you want to introduce people to the show.
4: It's like a best of?
1: It's like a best of. Wow. So How it, long is it? It's, it's long.
8: <laughs> but, Let's see. Uh, 52 episodes, uh, 90 minutes each. Multiply that. That's how long it is. Yeah.
4: Wow. Okay. So, so seventy-five hours. Because it's
1: all gold. <laughs> it's all gold. No, 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 no. Yeah. He, he, he cuts it up. He cuts. He cuts it up significantly. A
4: seventy-four-hour yeah. best-of um, show. But
1: uh, yeah. it's it's a good it's a good way to you know if you want to relive or if you want to in my opinion it's a great place to introduce people to the show. Nice. Uh, so you know because there's a lot of inside jokes and and that uh-huh. sort of thing. But and I always say to people, give us four episodes and you'll figure it well, out. Well, this way you can get. we used to say three. For
2: now. <laughs> 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 four now holy shit four
5: episodes and then ah fuck these guys yeah. give
1: us 50 episodes
5: and then you'll figure it out <laughs> give us a year of your life
8: yes. it's okay yeah. 52
2: episodes for almost 10 years that kind of blows my fucking nine head. years yeah yeah we p- hit the nine year mark uh, about a month yes yeah, I,
4: I was talking i was talking with some uh, people who have been doing uh, different podcasts for a couple of years in and realized that we are around our 420th show
6: yeah around well, perhaps, there
4: yeah somewhere somewhere in that regards and and just thinking about the fact yeah nine years that's in standard podcast years, that's 152 years. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. Because there are a lot of podcasts out there that have come and gone oh, yeah. in, the time, oh, yeah. in yeah. the time that we've been on.
2: It's asking awesome, like Mark Maron. Mark Marin. Yeah. And I,
4: I, sometimes, <laughs> I sometimes start to feel guilty because I listen to these highly polished, really super slick NPR podcasts and go, man. That's not us. No. Hey. But then I listen to other podcasts and go. (laughs) (laughs) If we start talking like this. Tony, darling. How are you doing? I know. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) I I am in love with Invisibilia. That is a great podcast. But at the same time, you know, it's NPR. Well,
1: and and also, there has not been a rerun in that entire nine years. No, we've never done. And we've never skipped a week. No.
5: Jerry won't let us go. <laughs>
1: no, wait. No, 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 I'm chained wait. in his basement. No, wait. We missed there for a bit in the beginning because we were having technical problems. No, that was
8: before I got here. That was
1: before you got here. Yeah. So yeah. There, were, there
8: were a few weeks yeah. where we missed. Since I've been here. 100%. Well,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absol- oh, and remind me, i got to talk to you about that. Okay. Uh, coming up. You've got to talk <laughs> <about laughs> to no, no, them. We, we appreciate your service. Oh, There's get the, the door. The fuck out. Somebody said something very complimentary about you, and I, I didn't want to. Aww, you know, they didn't. In front of everyone. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Because <laughs> this will also involves you guys. I'll tell you about it coming up. Uh, but let's see. Right now, let's. Oh, Defenders. Uh, the Defenders. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That so, was, I fucked
5: can with I, that. Before. I mean, it's part of Defenders, but uh, oh, I did not hate Iron Fist. The, I did. not I, the, didn't I was very
2: mad on it. Okay, it's, well, someone I asked me.
5: Someone did ask me this. <laughs> they said, "What did you like more, Luke Cage or Iron Fist?" And I said, "Here is my thing with that. Luke Cage: the first six episodes yeah. were fucking amazing, yep. and then it went to dog shit." Until Whereas, the twelfth episode, the it, last episode. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. It went. It went yeah. down. Yeah. Whereas Iron Fist never really went crazy good. But it never went crazy nope. bad. bad. So it, to me, it, they <laughs> kind of both bounce each yeah, other I agree. So, I agree. I wasn't.
4: <laughs> I didn't hate Iron Fist. I was just too bored to finish it. But also, yeah.
5: people are like, "Oh, like you know," I will say the first fight scene in the in the lobby of the building. I was like, "Oh no, no yeah, yeah, what's happening?" But there are some good fight scenes, and I just don't think people know the fight style of Tai Chi is. It's slower. It's, it's redirect.
4: Yeah, yeah. it's yeah.
5: not a beat the shit out of him in the alley. Yeah, but, but but an actual Tai Chi master would have made it look
4: cool. Sure, yeah, I yeah. will say
5: he's not great at it, but it's just, yeah. it's a different style. So like, yeah. don't get mad that he's not like going crazy.
4: Yeah, in the sense that but Tai Chi is also the root form of every martial art out there. Mm. So it is. It's it that's it, crazy. It came first.
5: It's yeah, uh, but I, I just know. I get mad when people are like, oh, he's not beating him to death. You know, pounding his head against. You he wouldn't fucking, do that. You
4: use force and mass against it. Yeah, and that's that's how it goes. But, uh, but that's... With that but, said,
5: I, I'm excited for Defenders. Yeah, but, I, and but, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate Iron Fist as much as most. I mean, people before did.
1: before we leave Iron Fist, I mean, if you if you weigh it against other superhero shows, it's not bad.
5: It's not well, bad at all. I mean, and I've done the show before. DC shit is, or uh, DC's gold is Marvel's shit. I mean, like yeah. well, know, when they kind of fuck Jace, up, <laughs> Jay said
4: it best. If if Iron Fist had been the first of the Netflix shows. To hit, we all, we all would have been okay with it. Sure. But you can't follow up two seasons of Daredevil. That's tough. Uh, yeah. Solid season of Jessica Jones. That's, a, that's, that's
1: the problem that it had.
4: A majority good Luke Cage yeah. with a, you know, as Jay put it, a yoga instructor who likes to likes to go into the shadows and smack people. I mean, oh. honest, honestly, <laughs>
1: Jessica Jones set the bar. Jessica Jones yeah. is my favorite one they've done. Exactly.
2: That, that's the yeah. one. And, and I thought
8: Daredevil's
1: set Daredevil
2: the bar. Daredevil season two. Daredevil, Daredevil season I mean, two was well,
8: a well, good bar. Daredevil set the bar. Jessica, but Jessica Jones raised it. Like she like. took it right But
7: see, I think here's the problem: is is because if you just can't. All right, if you if you if you're following everything, Luke Cage tapered off at the end, and it seems like Iron Fist starts where Luke Cage tapered off. Mm-hmm. Like just stays there. Like no, no. It's just like Man. the first, like Jimmy said, it. The first six episodes, Luke Cage, awesome. Yeah, and then it tapers down.
4: You lose your and you lose your really compelling villain. It's going to yeah. fall right. apart. And then,
7: <laughs> and then Iron Fist, it's the exact opposite. The first six, you're like, Ugh. but then it's and then it you're, builds. It builds back. And yeah. you're, so it's like this weird little curve. I was no. just I don't
4: do math. No. I don't know science. Yeah, the only reason what, why I got pissed at <laughs> Iron Fist is when I see when I see directed by the RZA, and I'm still only vaguely entertained by the episode. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. And I I'm just I'll like, agree. dude. I sat through your your Man with the Iron Fist movie, knowing full well that you love fucking Iron Fist comics, and
5: uh, not a great movie, but great kung fu. I will say, I will say this. Speaking of those two characters, down jump jumping two defenders in that trailer, mm-hmm. uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage are going to have a fucking yep. blast together because yep. yeah. apparently they do not like each other. Yeah, well, and uh,
4: what's what's uh, what's what's Power Man's big weakness? Internal injury. Oh. That's right. And you get this slow motion scene in that trailer where yeah. he gets punched by the iron fist uh, and you see that you see that shock wave hitting his face and you're fist like gets all Oh, he's actually gonna have internal injuries from that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what the you, fuck you, you do to me,
6: bro? Yeah.
8: You
4: can't break his bones and you can't break his skin, but you sure as fuck can fuck
8: Scrim- him up. <laughs> yep. So you punch him in the liver and he might yeah. go down. He might. <laughs>
7: You but
1: could. there was that. There was that great scene at the end of the trailer, the Defenders trailer, where they each get a punch in. You know, you yeah. see each one of them coming down the hallway. Yeah, yeah, that,
8: was a yeah. Great, it looks cool. that was a great. Was shot, that was a great shot. Was that the shot when uh, Matt Murdock had the towel around his head? It's that stupid looking scarf. It's
6: <laughs> yours. Yeah. yeah.
5: But the, uh, I love that. That Marvel has just absorbed the the hallway scene. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, they own like, it. Everybody yeah. loves it. Fuck it. Let's do a hall, no, hallway. We all scene.
7: love hallway scenes. <laughs> Like, but that, but I mean, but that's what makes those characters shine. You take you 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 take a, guy, a bunch of guys like Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Thor. I mean, like they need outdoors. Out, yeah. outdoors. You got yeah. you got to put them at a fucking airport. Well, they can fly. Yeah, you got to put <laughs> well, them at a fucking airport. But how do you guys? How do you make those four look that cool? You put them in a fucking solid space. Well, the, the cool part was is how they uh is because what I was worried about with the defenders was seeing Iron Fist fight alongside Daredevil. Both two. Different types of styles of martial arts. One, Boxing super aggressive, and, yeah. super aggressive. Yeah. And then one, yeah, like, like Lee said, to redirect. It's great, And, it, and yeah. it was, yeah, it was how they it was perfect. And it's great that they have two bigs, like uh, Jessica
5: and Luke, that can just boom. Smash and, things.
7: And smash things. And then, like, you go to the slower shit. Yeah. And you get to some fast shit with their... So it's it's gonna be fun to
5: watch. What's what's great about the hallway scenes, I think what it, it's containment is because yeah, it's, it's more raw. It's concentrated. Like you can't you can't get away from it. Like, I, you know, I, yeah, I there's always, no escape. I, I, I always
4: look at it as old boy fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Well I, and also it's it's the three hundred scenario yeah. of, of forcing people into things yes. like you're not getting out of this. You can fly away, you know. Oh, it, how do you take
4: how do you take off the how do you take out the Russian mob in a hallway? Yeah. Yeah.
5: I mean like you're not flying away, you're not getting away like you are gonna deal with this one way or the other. And yep. so you can't fucking get away from mm-hmm. it. So you're gonna you know, oh God, I, I'm just imagining uh, the season one Daredevil where he's sitting there just panting like, oh, it's, so it's, good. Uh, it's, it's that Ru- <laughs> it's that Russian mob scene. That's and so uh, visceral, they, they yeah. did a
4: similar with the Punisher in the prison yeah. in uh, season yeah. two. You yeah. know, what? I
5: will shit my pants yeah. if in Infinity War they're having this great epic fight scene uh you know Thor Captain America Hulk yeah. like that and they go into a building and the defenders are having a hallway fight scene fuck oh. like, off yeah, <laughs> are they going to yeah. show
9: up
4: uh, I, don't know. I, no, I doubt it right i doubt it but if i were if i were the powers that be i would be yeah. like if the fights in new york we need to at least have them yeah no no communication or anything just fly by so yeah. the fans of the show go ho ho and the guardians just fly yeah. by and oh, we need God. we need uh we, we need a little uh Agents of Shield fly by too, so yeah. you know Coulson gets stabbed again. I'll be back.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Remember
8: Tahiti.
4: This didn't work last time.
8: <laughs> right? It didn't take. Let's I just,
7: I just like the fact that Marvel is leaving no stone unturned, not a single one.
1: This no. is this is turning into a mighty Marvel masturbation fest. But mm. well, let's let's let it go. <laughs> uh, I, well in a couple of weeks we'll have a Wonder Woman ma- masturbation that sounded I, I will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah rule 38 bro rule, um, rule 38
4: redacted I'll, I'll say this about
1: <laughs> I'll say this about the Marvel uh, TV and movie universe I mean if you compare it to other franchises it's got the most wins it's I, got the yeah. most.
4: I'm I'm sad because uh, you know I does, missed the first does. couple episodes of Shield when it came back from Ghost Rider, and I'm hearing from people that oh, that show was off the rails. Half. That it's show's amazing. going so you guys good. Guys, remember how
2: much I used to hate that fucking show? Oh yeah,
4: I need to catch I love up. Love it now. Well, no, because the Ghost Rider half was fantastic, and then I hear yeah, they went on hiatus oh, and came the, back the and just said half is better. It's even better, really.
2: It's, it's amazing. so
8: good.
4: Huh. I, I need the season to end so I can catch up. It used to be with the TV shows,
8: the superhero TV shows, I'd watch every week and be like, okay, first thing you got to do is. Watch the Flash, and yeah. then I'd watch the rest of them. Yeah, but now it's first thing I got to do is watch Agents of Shield.
6: Yeah, and then okay, for a while
8: so it was second thing I got to do is watch Legends of Tomorrow because that got really good by the yes end of the it season did. too. Yeah, did so letting their freak flag fly. That, with that,
4: that, that means show. I'm going home and buying the season on. Yeah, on, yes, it's uh, it's okay, dude. The, okay. the,
1: uh, the Life Model Decoy season,
4: it is amazing. What makes because, me mad? Because a throwaway line from Iron Man Two has become amazing because they
1: figured out how to you know make this. Different world, I'll say. They they figured out a way to tell a different story yeah. on that show. And it
8: reflects even into the title screen
4: it reflects. Well the thing that's always <laughs> so the thing good. that is always tied down almost I would say you could say anchored, I would almost say concrete shoed, Agents of Shield, is that it's the most tied into the cinematic universe. Well and so many yeah. times they've had to wait. But you know what they've done
8: now? It seems like they've it, it almost feels like a separate universe at this point, at least into cool. this season because they don't even reference anything else in the last half yeah. of the season. That happens in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's like none of that matters. Well, I I notice there's there's times in the in the series in the second half of the season where I've thought, okay, they're doing this, and I see why they're making this plot point, but (coughs) there's a different way they could have done that and tied in the movies, and they just choose not to. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, it was it was the end of last season when they started letting Quake really be Quake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I started saying, okay, now they've brought the superheroes into the show with the Secret mm-hmm. Warriors and all that other stuff. And
1: uh, we got our first look at the Inhumans. Well, I was just going to break that up. People are loving that. Huh? Uh, I don't know. I, you know, it's, 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 one, always it's one... It's, it's a one, picture, it's so a I'm a not going pu- It's a publicity still. Right. I got three emails about a publicity still. I don't like her hair. This, this is the subject
5: line of each this one is, of them, This but is but the like,
2: world we live in, it, Carrie. I know, right? I'll <laughs> say, it's like, lo- calm the
8: fuck down. you happy yeah? you
5: have yeah. it. It doesn't look like the rest of the Marvel Universe, but you yeah. know...
2: Well, it's because it's the fucking Inhumans and they don't. They don't. Exactly. The thing is about. Like, I, they I, I, yeah, well, <laughs> They're from that, space. I looked at Medusa's hair, too, and I was kind of like, eh. But then I was like, well, when it's a show, it'll probably be CGI hair. Why that's the fucking humans... Fly, like- Flipping around and shit. Is you it not what what I mean? a movie anymore. It
4: started It's starting with a like. Was it
8: two? It's, a, it's a two
2: TV episodes. Series. Yeah. The, the first
8: episodes the f- in IMAX.
1: Yeah. The first two episodes f- will oh, be shown they in changed IMAX. It. That's right. And yeah. then yeah. the yeah. rest. And then and then they'll all be shown on ABC. Right.
2: Yep. Uh, but I, I just yeah. want to know where the fuck Lockjaw was. <laughs> 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 they're keeping
1: it a bit secret.
4: All I've seen of Lockjaw is the stand in the the giant blue which shaped stand in, and he's shaped like Lockjaw. Yeah. So.
5: It's ir- irking in my brain, this because you said a Marvel masturbation though, is that the sense that if D C was doing what Marvel was, uh-huh. we'd be talking about that too. Oh, yeah. would. You know what I mean? Like, well they're
4: trying so hard to not be seen in the same vein. I'm saying, hey, if they're doing it right, go ahead and go in the same well, vein. Well,
5: I don't say completely copy yeah. it. No, I mean, don't like, copy it, but realize world. what's
4: working with it. Yeah. And and maybe realize I would I would especially caution this now. Uh, with Justice League, I know they've brought in some humor, they brought in a little levity because this is not the Cultural climate that you want to have a darkest shit Zack Snyder yeah. superhero mm, movie and people, yeah. I laughed so hard at Guardians two and walked out feeling perhaps a little better than I felt in a long time. Well, yeah. do you, well, do you because know what, it was good to laugh that hard?
7: Yeah, you know why Guardians was so great? And th- I mean, this is not just not just Marvel and DC, but they DC needs their Guardians and it's, they, Suicide Squad. I see what they tried to do, but the reason why Guardians is so good is because it's fucked up. You think about the Avengers the, the Avengers are exemplary individuals they're the top of their field they're they're government agents really I mean they're brilliant minds uh Suicide Squad they're fucking criminals you know but you got Guardians, it's it's it like they said, it's family, it's people well, that are fucked up and have serious issues. But
1: using using Guardians of the Galaxy and Suicide Squad as, as a comparison, mm-hmm. you can see where they fucked up Suicide Squad mm-hmm. because in Guardians, these are characters nobody knows. Yeah. And I would be willing to say the same thing about Suicide Squad minus the Joker. Mm-hmm. All right, and Harley are, Quinn. And Harley Quinn. These are but these are still characters that really aren't on your for radar. Sure. They're for not sure. Batman you know, for sure. Look at the way that James Gunn told that first story, introduced you to these people, and made you care about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then well, look Suicide what they did. Squad. With Suicide, Squad. Suicide
8: Squad. Suicide Squad introduced you to the characters three times. in, yeah. in the first hour of that movie, yeah. they didn't make you care about them. And that's but they the thing. Introduced them three that's times. the thing <laughs> is that
1: you you need a <laughs> talented writer director. Yep. Who cares about these characters mm-hmm. to tell these stories? Otherwise, you're going to get this kind of problem. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's they why get
2: the, they get all these jockey. Doofuses Yeah You know Kind of You know what
1: I mean yeah. So I mean and I mean I still enjoyed
8: Suicide Squad Yeah
2: but I watched it again I, I
1: like it yeah, I, 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 I still it. like
8: it I don't hate it It's just not as good As the it's, stuff Marvel's put it's not, it's not one that's you know, gonna You and know I'm a DC Yeah it's not going to resonate.
4: And, yeah. But I, I go back to that. They just kind of fucked up with the giant CGI shit at the end. They they could have done a much more compelling... Yeah. And, and, we already know if Joker had been the big bad the whole time, well, it would have been he a better even, movie. Even the true. director
1: even admitted that. True. He, yeah. he said, I don't know why we did that. We should have just had the Joker be the villain." Right. You know? Yep. And so...
4: So you have a you have a person who can't act sashay, sashaying and, and gyrating in front of a giant CGI uh, turd
8: monster. Turd monster. You say <laughs> a person
4: who can't act. But, yes. They
8: also like. She's they, the star of your next favorite movie, though. Uh, they get accolades. Uh, the uh, one thousand worlds in the city of whatever Valerian. 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 She's, yeah. she's, she's Valerian. She's, she's the main oh, actress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay, well, we'll see if Luke Passant can get a performance. <laughs> right. out of it. Yeah,
5: he won't. Um, but what's funny is that even they get accolades and they get like condemned for it because they won for uh, best makeup. Yeah, no, like that. I mean, I'm sorry. I know uh, Croc looked good, but Croc like, did look good. He looked good, but like, but who was better last year? Star Trek. Okay, that's the other one that was nominated. Yeah, all right, and I was just like, you're right, and like everybody, at least at my house, was like. What the fuck? Like, yeah, you know, like, I remember. Shitty That's what makeup I... on fucking Harley Quinn? No. That's like what that. I said. Let they smear
1: your <laughs> makeup. But what, mean, what they did with Idris Elba? And, know, with yeah, with him yeah. and with Sophia Botello. Yeah, I was
2: yeah.
4: awesome. Oh,
5: fuck. Amazing. Star Trek deserved it. I, I, and,
4: and, and I because loved, I forgot I,
1: yeah. that was Idris Elba. Yeah.
4: Yep. I didn't realize it was Idris
8: oh. Elba until he started changing into Idris Elba. Speaking <laughs> of Idris Elba, are we going to talk about the Gunslinger trailer? Uh, we,
2: we can if oh, you oh, like.
8: I haven't seen it. <sighs> haven't seen it. Oh, I've never
2: read any of those books.
8: So, it I've, looks so good. I've read all seven of them. i have read the first nerd. Six, And Yeah. And I've reread the first two, and I'm halfway through the third one right now. Okay. And Loser. it looks like they're changing quite a bit from the series. Yeah. Uh, mostly that they're taking elements from later books and bringing it into the first. It looks story. like they're
5: more spending time on Earth,
8: yeah. The, the, which they yeah. they really don't in the first like yeah. four books.
1: Well, see, yeah. in, the, in the first movie, they want to establish the universe, and yeah. so that's why they're going to be and, making all no, these changes. It, it so, makes sense. And then it will be a TV series, yeah, and then another movie. But they're gonna. But the TV series will be young versions of these characters. Oh, okay. Do we know what so you won't series? get? It, you won't get Idris Elba. You okay. won't get you know Owen. Where's uh, the Matthew TV series? McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're still shopping it around but they want it to be on a cable network okay. it, <laughs>
4: needs, it <laughs> needs
5: to be it on a cable network I got a
4: question. the way he reloads on that trailer was oh. so cool <laughs> I So,
5: times, oh I man I, I'll be honest I could watch Idris Elba read the fucking dictionary <laughs> me and, and too and <laughs> with my feet up and, like for hours <laughs> that, that trailer though it, it captured every
8: cool aspect of the character Roland from the well, Gunslinger series, Roland Duchesne yeah. is uh, in, in he's, one he's a knight,
4: yeah. And and if you haven't read the books, he's uh, there's another dimension where these uh, these gunslingers they form cotets. They're uh-huh. like a, a, a questing party that goes exactly. forward and protects the beam. The beam is the the pillars of reality that radiate off the Dark Tower. And uh, that's their job. It, it goes into some like crazy, deep, serious, metaphysical, weird yeah, metaphysical stuff, and the most sinister yeah. version of the Wizard of Oz I've ever read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. How are the How are the comic book adaptations? I haven't that? read any you of the, read the comic books. The, so.
4: Jay, is it Jay or Jim Lee? It's Can't one of the remember. Lee brothers. One it. Jay Lee. Yeah, it's Jay Lee's work on on yeah. the early Dark Tower comics is, okay. is exemplary. I read the stand. It's free comic were, book day. All right. Well, fantastic. the stand has that. That's, that's my other favorite thing. That's the crazy thing that's so good about these books. Go ahead, Lee. The Dark Man the The character that uh, Mr. Bongo plays, uh-huh. uh, he is literally almost the villain in in just about every Stephen King book. Yeah. So the, the Dark Man or Randall Flag from the Stand, exactly, they all tie together. The way that the clown,
5: the
8: way that Stephen no, King wrote the Dark Tower series, is it's kind of the linchpin on which all of his other stories rotate around the Holy dark shit. the dark tower is the spindle that all reality is exactly spun from. Mm-hmm. and, and so it's, it's fascinating the hearts, way he does that. the book hearts, hearts in, atlantis, in atlantis yeah the character anthony, it.
4: yeah it's they they cut all of the cool shit out of the movie <laughs> but the the anthony hopkins character is uh he's he's a beam breaker he's a guy uh-huh. that can actually shatter reality and, and he can move between the worlds yeah and so they don't do that in the fucking in the movie they yeah. adapted from it but uh, it's, it's just so cool yeah. That's um, all there is to
1: I'm say. excited It's just it. so cool. All right. And uh, let's see. Then uh, we, I got a couple items. We'll take a look at these, and then you guys can do uh, movies and, and games. Uh, this I'm actually interested in because I loved Unbreakable. Yeah.
6: It's a good movie.
5: Yeah. I uh, do, too. I loved that movie. Me, too. I always did. You know, it the first time I saw it, I fucking <laughs> hated it. I loved it. Yeah. And then I watched it again. I was like... I think I was in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> I, the only, my only
7: discrepancy with that movie is that Samuel L. Jackson didn't say motherfucker.
5: <laughs> well, he might get his chance. Or, or, yeah. or Bruce Willis
7: didn't say yippee-ki-yay.
1: Um, then there is the, what we didn't know was a sequel until the movie came out and you stayed till the end, Split. Yeah. Turned so now out, I got to see that movie. We got to see that movie because it turned out to be so in the same universe slash sequel as Unbreakable. <laughs> You'll be right. now, now I, I got to see it. I
5: know M. Night's got his shit turds on yeah. the pile, but... Split's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's
1: good. So now he has announced that we're getting a third movie, which, yeah. will, which will essentially be a sequel to each one of these movies, because it's combi- It's in the combined universe, so it's the third movie. Uh, Bruce Willis is back as David Dunn. Samuel Jackson will be back as Mr. Glass and oh, James cool. McAvoy. Yep. James McAvoy will be back as The Horde. Uh, Anna Taylor-Joy as Casey Cook. And uh, so there it is. Uh, he is so those
4: characters in split some of the characters from the newspaper clippings at the end of Unbreakable. Oh, oh fuck me! <laughs> uh, fuck <laughs> I did not know this. Here. Yeah, yeah. No, it, there's a. Did they make a mistake I'll, in not letting people know that they were tied together?
5: I split's been out long enough. I'll I don't give a shit. Uh, the scene is uh, so James next does this thing, and uh, uh, there you know he's, uh, he kidnaps these girls and it becomes news and like that. So it's on the TV, right? So it shows the TV in a diner, and the camera pans, and Bruce Willis is sitting there at the diner, and he's like, oh, okay. Know. Get, my, get, get my poncho. <laughs> exactly. exactly. No way. <laughs> cool. And, like, so, and, and as I had no idea when I, you know, obviously when I first watched it, I was like, oh, fuck fuck off and they're playing like the, the music from unbreakable, unbreakable. and like cool. unbreakable
4: cool. is one of maybe a handful of movies that has made me ball like a tiny child oh yeah yeah because the scene the scene where he's uh figuring out his strength and he keeps getting his kid to load yeah, yeah. shit on the bar yeah i'm like every kid has watched their dad do something herculean yeah has played that out in their head well wait a second that my dad just lifted this much weight what if he's really a superhero you know yeah. and and so seeing that scene and the kid's eyes keep yeah. getting bigger and
1: Oh, so good. Anyway, so if you haven't seen Unbreakable, see it now. And if you haven't seen Split, I need to see it now.
5: All right. As much as I give M. Night a lot of shit because he's given me a lot of shit, he's made a lot of turds. Yeah, but I tell you, I I will tip my hat to him for Six Cents because I did not see that fucking thing coming, and I will tip it to him again for Split because when that end of that movie came, I was like, "What the Mm -hmm. fuck?" Yep. (laughs) Uh,
1: Then the other thing. This is uh, a couple of weeks old, but uh, I'm actually I'm sad I was right about this. Uh, Powerless Hmm. Uh, has been pulled from the NBC schedule. So Uh, shitty. Two
2: episodes left. It it finally got good, Show us the last two. Wait,
1: did they they film the last two? They have two in the can and they're not going to show us? Two in the can and they're not showing
2: us. I read an interview with the guys that make it, and they said they spent most of their special effects budget on the the last episode. No way. Because in the final episode, it's President Luthor and LexCorp are trying to take over the world, and they fight. LexCorp and oh, President Thor.
1: and I'm I'm sad I was right that it. That it was going to well, fail, but well, because, be I, because Wait, I, started, I started watching and enjoying it. Actually. I loved it. The I first, part, it the first part of the
8: season was pretty meh, but as it, it was, went on, it got good. It was it got also funny. It found its feet. It was also
4: way too inside baseball.
5: It was very inside and that, baseball. That it started that to get was it. It, but that they, was a shortcoming. If they filmed it, why are they not showing it? I don't, I don't get that. It'll show.
4: be like the end of Pushing Daisies when
5: the season yeah, ends up
4: on on Netflix yeah, or on Hulu or whatever. They'll they'll have the whole thing. That's
1: so weird.
4: You'll see it
8: eventually, but in what you
1: know where. It
8: remains to be seen.
1: Because I've seen
5: stations run off shows before.
1: But like in the that being said, well, I, is it
8: is it because of like the NBA Finals or, or the playoffs or something? Mm-hmm. Is going to take I the time know. slot? I don't, I don't think know.
1: the show ever found the viewers. No, it just it just didn't have the viewers.
8: No, no, no. I mean, why they're not showing the last two episodes? Because the time slot. They just decided they weren't going
1: to take the chance. Can't wow. sell the can't sell the advertising yeah, for that's it. That's crazy. That being said, I want more of uh, Alan Tudyk's Van Wayne. Oh <laughs> yeah. sure, yeah. he was, he was a
8: fucking. Hilarious. Hilarious. I was, I was really hoping that he was at some point later on as the show progressed going to turn out to be that was all a facade was Vance Wayne and that he was actually going to be a superhero in disguise or something. I just I if you want to see more of him
4: that. than, uh, you know, Greg Berlanti. Um, you need to bring him over to Supergirl. Oh. As, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh There you go. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and because because <laughs> because that show that show wow, is Kerry. fucking amazing. Good, no, good because show. because
1: I could see him in charge of the paper where yeah. she works. because yeah. they got the rough, the gruff guy. Yeah, now. so
4: he gets he gets fired, and they get rid of Snapper Carr Snapper yeah. Carr gets fired for having too much integrity, and bring in
1: and, Van Wayne. And bring yeah. in
4: Van Wayne to run Catco.
1: Supergirl is uh, <laughs> around here somewhere. I, yeah.
8: They'd have to tone <laughs> his character down for that show, though. They uh, couldn't yeah. go full no, I, Van Wayne I, I don't on know, Supergirl. Because
1: Cat because uh, uh, Grant. Grant was pretty out there. Yeah, yeah but she
8: was intelligent. Van Wayne does not play an intelligent yeah. person. Okay.
4: <laughs> Very true.
1: Oh, I wanted to see that. Or he, anyway, could,
4: <laughs> or he could be that realities Van Wayne. Yeah, maybe, yeah.
8: yeah.
1: Uh, let's uh, take a look at... Uh, now, who gave us this stuff?
4: So,
8: uh, back at uh, X, uh, Adam Hecht brought me this big bag covered in glitter. Oh. and <laughs> 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 said, mm, hey... Mm, uh, mm. This is a gift from my wife and I to the show. Oh, thank you! And I said, "Oh, thanks! Right. I'll bring so, it up."
1: So we got uh, the pop uh, of the collector.
8: It's basically Bam. just grab what it, whatever you like out of it.
1: And I know what I want. There are uh, these uh, funky little uh, Ellen Ripley and an <laughs> alien. <laughs> this is a uh, Titans vinyl figures. There is
8: <laughs> a big old
1: Job of the Hut mug.
4: <laughs> That's a big looking mug too. Uh, yeah, the the Funko mugs are fun.
1: Uh, there is a Ghostbusters uh, Ecto One from Titans Vinyl. Yeah. So it's, you know, the highly stylized stuff. This is the one I want. And then there is a R2-D2 uh, Bartender. Me, yep. please.
4: <laughs> it's, that's Slave R2, as we call
2: him.
1: Slave R2. Yeah. And what's this Hellboy thing? What's uh, this? That's a
8: bank, I think.
1: That is a bank. I think Lee, yes, being the resident Hellboy fan, I, and wanna, then, I just uh, want
4: to be Hellboy when I
1: grow up.
8: <laughs> and then he got us some uh, posters. So these are real movie posters. He he works at a movie theater. A theater. This yeah. one's
1: uh, Zootopia, it looks like. There might be another one. Oh, that, oh that's got to that's that's be Suicide Squad. That's got to be Suicide Squad in I'll there. I'll take the
8: Suicide Squad poster.
1: Uh, then there is... This is Star Trek. Uh, and then there's another one in there that's blue. You probably have to open that yeah. up. And then we open this one up, and it's the
8: first one? Very first Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. Wow. <laughs> posters, I'll so. take that one. Which is...
5: An absolute ripoff of Point Break. <laughs> um,
2: well, thank you cool. guys. Thanks for giving us this that's that's nice. yeah. thank, nice. thank, thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. I've always wanted this RGD too. Uh, and
4: yeah,
2: I just didn't yeah, realize
8: people. So yeah, that's, that's definitely Suicide. Score. I didn't realize <laughs> people were giving us
4: geek one. themed teledildonics Oh yeah. no! Yeah, I have that bank in my house.
8: <laughs> and then the
1: did s- I tell you that s- screening? I said I everyone hear that word again. I'll take the Star Trek. Yeah, of course. Um. Anyway, so uh, do you have uh, movies? Do you have uh, video Oh, uh, well, games? we can do one movie theatrical. Oh, we need to do a review. That's yeah. right. We
5: need to review the King Arthur movie. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Woohoo! Uh, this is Charlie Hunnam. Woohoo! Jude Law. Oh. Woohoo! And I always fuck his name up and I feel bad. Dejman Hansu? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Digimon. Dim- Dim-john. Digimon! I, Digimon. It's not Digimon. Digimon. I just like saying it. I just like saying it. Digimon! Uh, but the name that you need to know about this movie is Guy Ritchie. Yeah, And this is oh, Guy Ritchie yeah. telling the story of King Arthur. And yep. uh, it is everything you think that Guy Ritchie would be, bring to the screen. It's got
4: dagrons.
5: It's got ephelons. It's got digimons. It, it is <laughs> uh, so unconventional and that's why I love it, and that's why it will fail. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> Do you, th- you I, think it's not going to look good? Oh, I think it's going to crash and burn. No, ah. I'll say this. I mean, I did a giveaway on KSL yesterday, and you know, here's a prize pack: sweatshirt, backpack, blah blah blah. Sure, and uh, and it was we had like you know one grand prize winner and three you know runner ups, whatever. One entry. What? I call it. I call, it, I call, it, I call oh. it Pacific
4: Rim syndrome. The more likely that movie was made specifically for me, the more likely it's going to crash. <laughs> yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, that was, what's it called again? King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Legend and, of the Sword. And uh, I mean, usually with any giveaway, at least thirty.
8: Yeah. You know, and there's no one a cares. single a single entry one. Wow.
4: So so here's here's how I'm going to sell some people on this movie. Um, Charlie Hunnam, the world's greatest authority on Vlad Tepes. Um, he, huh? he's the star of Sons of Anarchy. He yep. sold one person. Oh, there, he said something people star, recognize. Yeah, no. the star of Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> okay. uh, the, the lead in Pacific Rim. Uh, he's a dreamboat. He's a good looking boy. Uh, let's just say he worked out a bit for this.
5: All right. And uh, well, let's just say you know his the story shirt behind falls
4: it? off explosively quite often. Do
5: you know the story behind him getting, uh, ridiculously Swole? Yeah. Is, uh, so he was doing Sons of Anarchy. Guy Ritchie came to the set. Yeah. And he, uh, he goes, well, I'm thinking about doing this movie. I thought you'd be good. Uh, now I have not seen the last season of Sin- I haven't seen any of Sons of NR- Anarchy. Yeah. But I guess he was, you know, emaciated kind of.
4: He was a little thin, yeah.
5: Yeah, and he goes, "Um, yeah, like this guy needs to be big. This guy needs to be big." And he goes, "Okay, um I'll get big." Yeah. You know, like give me a chance like that. And so he got bigger, Bulked I guess up a little bit. It's, well, yeah, and so he went to Guy Ritchie and he goes, Eh, "Bigger." You know, I'm just he goes, "Well, I see what you're talking about. What you want is a fucking beast kind of thing." And he goes, Put me in the ring with your two other actors that you're thinking about, and the two other actors were uh shit Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger, J- no Jai Courtney oh. and Henry Cavill, and he goes oh, shit. oh. he goes I'll fucking des- you know destroy him, and he goes and whoever walks out of that ring gets gets the role like that, and Guy Ritchie goes ah shit man you got it
8: <laughs> <laughs> Henry Cavill's a big guy <laughs> he's, 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 he's he's dude so. he's fucking with he's, Superman he's a beast <laughs> did
5: you ask him about
4: did you ask him about Dracula uh, Dracula, I remember I told you he's like the hugest Vlad Tepish fan no, on the not. planet. Oh,
8: Vlad the Impaler! Dude has
4: dude has been shopping a screenplay that he wrote. He has a PhD level uh, obsession and knowledge with the history of Vlad well, Tepes. Well, you know, you
1: know it won't get made because Universal's rebooting their monster
5: series. Yeah. Tom have, Cruise could be in. They it. They have yeah. their own ideas, so no, yeah. it won't get yeah. made. Uh, so I loved. King Arthur. It's like I said, it's unconventional. Half the movie feels like a montage <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where like, you know, you're he's telling you know, like, here's what we're gonna do. And then to, 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 quick to, cuts and yeah. speed yeah. ramping. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um Jude Law is fantastic in it. He's a dick. Um He
7: always makes a good one. Good villain. <laughs> no, <laughs> good, he really does. He's a
5: good villain. Yeah.
8: Hey uh,
4: seriously, the best swim meet ever filmed was with Jude Law. You know, uh, what's,
8: what's weird to me about Jude Law is when he's a good guy. It, maybe it's just me, but I think he looks like a completely different person than when he plays like a bad a guy. Like the sky captain? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like God, I sky see him captain. as a bad guy. Like, Is that Jude Law? Yeah. I'm just it's, used to him as a good
5: guy. I loved it. Please go see this movie just to support Guy Ritchie. Uh, okay, I love his films. Old. So I'm, all right, so go I'm, check it out. I'm, what are you giving it? Three stars? Four stars? I'm at about three. Three okay. stars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, games or
1: movies? Who's first? Then we'll uh, get out of here. I,
5: I've only got a couple. Uh, I've only got a couple, too. Oh, God. <laughs> far on the other side. Fifty Shades Darker. don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what you can do is Serial uh, Mom, which
7: I think Kathleen is- Turner! Yeah.
4: I fucking love that movie! That movie has the best... Is it, is it Memorial Day or Labor Day? You're not supposed to wear white after. Uh, Labor, Labor Day. day. Yeah, Labor day. Yeah, it Labor has day. the best it's Labor Day, Labor day, day joke yeah. ever.
5: I, I will say two things that make me laugh. Uh, Serial Mom. I, I watched the commentary on the DVD years ago, and John Waters said, "I love filming people eating because it's the most disgusting fucking thing you can see." <laughs> and then the other one is you and I meeting John Waters and him signing that slug do, cover. Do a random <laughs> eBay bidder. To random eBay bidder. <laughs> hey, so I've, I've never heard of this movie. Is
8: it cereal like the stuff you eat? Cereal or killer. Or cereal, no, like- she's a killer. Cereal. Okay, she's, she's, she's murdering murder. everybody. Okay, yeah. She- when
7: the movie came out. I saw it on HBO my mom caught me watching watching the movie. She got fucking pissed and said, I'm gonna kill you like that fucking mom. Whoa!
5: <laughs> yep. And then uh, Orange is the New Black season four. Yes. Always fun. Uh,
4: there's a TV show you folks need to support, but I'll talk about it in the next episode. Okay.
1: Oh, I already know which one you're going
8: to uh, talk about. Yeah,
4: because... Uh, shit.
1: <laughs> well, all right. Uh, games?
8: Uh, this week, there's not a whole lot. There's nothing really big coming out. A bunch of little things called like Human Fall Flat. I don't know what that is. The hell? Lethal League. Loco Roco Remastered. Uh-huh. Uh, NBA Playgrounds. That looks like kind of a, uh, what was it, NBA Jam style NBA game back in the day. Okay. What was the game um, where you can punch people playing basketball? Is it Arch um, Rivals? Uh, no, that's, uh, yeah. that was Shut
7: Up and Jam. What, was that? Charles Barkley Shut yeah. Up and Jam.
8: I was thinking it was NBA Street for a minute. but NBA I don't, Street I don't too. think you can punch people in that. I don't remember. I'll be honest. <laughs> Uh, And then there's some game called Narcosis. Mm, That sounds hot. Uh, um, But this is fairly big for you Minecrafters out there. It's coming Uh. out on the Switch finally. Nintendo Switch. Finally
4: saw Switch. That is a sweet little system. It's freaking cool. I, I, this, whole it's time, it's I cool. this whole time I've just been like, eh, who fucking cares? No, and then I cool. saw one in action I was going, oh wait, daddy likes.
5: So I've, as, as, as I've
8: put uh, about 75 hours into Zelda on my
5: Switch. Yeah. It's great. As we recorded, we played uh, Super Mario Kart last night. Yeah, And I didn't give a shit about it on the Switch because it's the same one as the Wii U. right? Except they added battle mode. Yep, battle oh. mode's mad. <laughs> hey, shit! Full on
8: <laughs> battle mode. It's good stuff. The only thing I hate about the Switch are the controllers. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. They're tiny. Yeah, so go out and buy, if you're serious about a Switch, go out and buy a Pro Controller. Oh. They're like 70 bucks, oh. but it's like real feeling console controller. Like, like the, an adult? Yeah, like an I Xbox just, One I style just, controller. And that's
1: why I like the Xbox yeah. is the controller. Best controller. But I, I was looking
4: yeah. at it as somebody, you know, if you travel a lot, I, the it's the Switch could be your best friend. Because you
8: get AAA level console <laughs> quality games on the so go. so good, yeah. It's the amazing. graphics are amazing. Uh, right. Also this week, uh, the Goonies level pack for Lego Dimensions. It's oh, our time. Ooh. So that's kind of cool. And so you then, can play as Sloth? Yeah. Oh,
6: okay. Baby <laughs> Ruth.
8: And then Forza Horizon 3 Hot Wheels expansion. Uh,
6: I'm with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that so, legit sounds cool. So I love
8: Forza for Horizon 3 is a really good car racing game in and of, in and of its own oh, yeah. right. Yeah. But now they're putting in Hot Wheels cars and the big,
4: colorful tracks with loops
8: and okay, everything I'm, for well, you to I'm, drive on. I am
1: totally there if I can drive the Red Baron. That's all I and I'm also Because <laughs> yeah. they, yeah. they bring back
4: classic 70s Hot Wheels wheels cars for that game and if they have a versus mode mm, mm. i know oh, right dude i'm gonna get so high and play that game i've so. got
1: <laughs> i've got over there as a matter of fact my favorite hot wheels it's a little orange volkswagen with an engine sticking out of yeah. the top and it's got a oh, the blower on top of it yeah. yeah
4: oh i love that
1: anyway so that, right. that's it
8: <laughs> good is anyone, enough is anyone gonna take the collector pop vinyl uh what the collector yeah you can though,
1: uh, sure. uh, speak for it yeah
8: i, right. I kind of
4: want the coffee mug you want you on the it. mug? Part? It's uh, they're 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 a little bit fragile, the Funko mugs, but they make fantastic pen go. holders. All
1: right.
4: <laughs> nice. I have C three PO's got a head full of pens right now at my house. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, well, that's uh, good enough, Mister B. If you would, uh, if you would get us out of here, please.
2: Oh. They, huh? kill, they killed all my hams. Aww.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right.
5: It's an absolute pleasure to meet you.
0: Hey, Jimmy. How are hey. You? So
5: with this film, one of my favorite scenes in it is an escape scene that you guys do, and you've got cameras.
0: Stripped, yeah. Yeah. How, how did that, how did they film that? Well, we had cameras uh, uh, strapped to our bodies, and uh, uh, we had to run with them through <laughs> the course. Uh, and uh, uh, one by one, we all did it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be exciting, and uh, you know, I mean. I didn't think much of it until I put it on and I ran for five minutes and I was like, oh, please get this thing off me. I mean, it was absolutely restricting your breathing. You sure. Know? Yeah.
5: first got a hold of this script, what was the first thing that sparked your attention to it?
0: Well, first of all, Guy Ritchie. Of course. Attached to anything, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then Guy Ritchie, King Arthur. Wow. Iconic.
2: <laughs>
0: and so two iconic entities uh, uh trying to uh, uh, you know create something amazing uh, yeah and that in itself was uh quite uh, the appeal to want to join in and uh you know' being asked to play Betty vere which is one of the greatest characters in the yeah. in the authorian uh, uh, legend um yeah it was quite exciting and so
5: you, through your career, you've worked with a lot of great directors. What is it so different about working with Guy Ritchie?
0: He's very different. <laughs> He's very different in so many ways. Uh, some of uh, what I've uh, sort of learned uh, from him, I think, would uh, manifest its, uh, itself uh, a little bit later. I think sometimes you uh, you see things you don't really con- quite comprehend how... But sometimes uh, in different situations, you know, kind of like that, Mm -hmm. you know, brings a certain consciousness, uh, and, oh, wow. Uh, But he's somebody who's uh, such a dynamic uh, uh, approach to uh, telling a story, and uh, he's very open-minded, he's very... um, I like to try so many things, sure. you know. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's frightening a little bit at times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, certainly because for me, I, you know, uh, you know, this is my fifth language. I'm also a little dyslexic, so I kind of have to have a lot of, a pre- you know, preparation. I mean, like uh, homework before coming to a set. Sure. And, uh, uh a lot of times, uh, though, your homework is out of the window, you know, which, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that, it's it's tough. Yeah.
5: When I look at certain films, especially like this one, when they have beautiful set designs, beautiful props, costumes, yeah. everything, if you could take one home with you, one prop, what would you take with you? And you can't say Excalibur.
0: I'm going to let that one off the Well, table. if I can't say Excalibur, then that's it. That's the of it. Or my costumes, you yeah. know, my costumes, uh, beautiful costumes, uh uh, certainly with uh, Uther Pendragon, I had really beautiful, uh, you know, costumes of a knight. You know, so it's quite, yeah.
5: <laughs> absolute pleasure
0: to meet pleasure. you. Pleasure.
5: Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you.
9: Thank you, you too. When you choose a film, what makes you get excited about working with someone like Guy Ritchie? Well, with Guy specifically, he'd been one of my favorite directors. I'd, I was, uh, It just sort of occurred to me yesterday while I was talking about Guy that I think I've probably seen Snatch more than any other film. It's a great film. Um, and so... I came into uh, to this already with a, a, a sort of a deep connection with mm-hmm. the, the Arthurian legend. Um, there's a, a, an adaptation by John Borman, Excalibur, that came out in the late 70s, early 80s, that was huge film for me in my childhood. Sure. I watched it over and over. So the combination of my affinity with the Arthurian legend and my love of Guy Ritchie's films, <laughs> it was it was just an obvious choice for me to go after this with everything I had.
5: For you, you bring up the, the legend of you know uh, of this whole universe. What's the most challenging aspect to I guess modernize it?
9: Well, again, like as soon as I heard the the, the four word pitch of Guy Ritchie's King Arthur, it just <laughs> made sense to me. You know, his sensibility as a filmmaker. Is, you know, there's just an innate coolness to him and a freshness and a youngness, and it's very visceral and very accessible to a young audience. Yeah. So I, I, I just felt very confident right from the beginning with, with Guy at the helm that it was going to be a brand new author and, 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 and be a grand departure from any, any of the other adaptations. As an actor, uh, what was the most challenging aspect, you know, jumping into this role? I mean, I think one of the, I, I don't know if it was the most challenging, but well, the most exciting element of it was um, sort of the themes that we were playing with, which is the, um, the, just the idea of manifesting one's greatest self, you know, like the ascension to the best version of yourself yeah. um, is something that has is, is always been like a, an idea or a philosophy that I've, you know, tried to keep present in my life. And so, uh, but you know, in terms of the greatest challenge, just all of the physicality, the sword fighting in the film, we wanted to do something that, was really really fresh and had never been seen before like take sword fighting to a new level uh, but that required an enormous amount of work to to get those right and you know we would shoot a fight sequence over the course of five or six days where I'd be sword fighting for 14 hours a day for six (laughs) days and then we'd think you know what we just haven't quite gotten it and it would be reimagined and then I would have to go in for another week (laughs) of sword fighting so by the end of it I'd I'd probably done two solid months of 14 hour days of sword fighting and let me tell you that is pretty tiring by the end of a long week <laughs> that's crazy when i look at films like this
5: uh, set design costumes whatnot if you could take one prop take it home with you and i've taken excalibur off the table what would you take with you
9: I don't know. You know, Jude's costumes, that armor That's that Jude one. wore was, was pretty amazing. <laughs> so maybe I'd steal Jude's costume. There you go. Absolute <laughs> pleasure meeting you, man. Thanks a lot, man.
5: Thank you so much. It is an absolute pleasure to meet you. Um, I have watched your films, uh, I think I bought Lockstock way before I was of the age that I should be watching Lockstock. You have crafted
3: the perfection of a montage, which usually is a mishap in films. What is the like? What's the the trick to do it? Yeah, it's a funny thing. I don't like montages in films either. But you do it so well. Well, <laughs> but I am drawn to a montage, so uh, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm afraid. It's truncating uh, a narrative mm-hmm. sometimes. I'm, what I'm essentially interested in is tell me the story because I'm interested in the story but if the story drags on too long I'm not interested in the story sure. so there's a sweet spot there where you can extract all the sort of uh, nutrition and flavor mm-hmm. out of the story without laboring the point so uh, it's, a sort, it's a funny thing and it's and it worked efficiently I thought anyway in this film sure. because there was stuff I needed to know but oh, God. <laughs> just get on and tell me it What is the most challenge of dealing with a universe that's well known but making it different? um tonality, I suppose. Really what my principal job was is to make it fresh and interesting to a contemporary audience. Mm-hmm. So it's an approach towards what is the tone gonna to be. And the film finds its own way and what I have to do is steer the head of the tiger at- some point for the first couple of weeks Mm -hmm. and then it sort of reveals what it's going to be is it going to be funny, is it going to be too funny is it going to be serious, is it going to be dark and there's a sort of combination of of components that come together, the film really decides what it's going to be but music's an enormous component in that Um, so the music is I think particularly in this film what sets the tone? One of my favorite things about your films
5: are the nicknames that characters have. They're so memorable. How do you come up with those nicknames? It's a funny thing about
3: nicknames, but those nicknames are always. That's just the way it is. <laughs> uh, in every every sort of subcultural world, every no one has a straightforward name. <laughs> so you, it, it's it's become a parody, but the fact is, is it's still like that yeah. now. So um, it, it just it shows some form of character that's not normal but weirdly yeah. is normal <laughs> if you are aware of how many nicknames that, that people have it always takes you by surprise and i see my films I go, oh frankie four fingers or you know Fred the head or whatever it is <laughs> and then you, you find out that actually those guys exist for you as a director i mean you've done so many radical movies what was the most challenging for this one what was most challenging about this movie was essentially the genre yeah i mean i've got anywhere near this genre before and uh, that's the most intimidating thing, I think, for a director is, can you make this genre accessible? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't know. So you sort of, you, you plunge in mm-hmm. and you hope that you're gonna f- you can find a voice within the genre. Uh, but that's what makes it exciting, I suppose. Yeah. Both exciting and <laughs> challenging and scary about immersing yourself in a new genre last question i have a handful of friends that they said if i didn't ask you this question they get really mad at me when can we expect the real rock and roller i'd <laughs> love to give you it's, it's like all like all of these things there's a complicated <laughs> answer sure i'm desperate to make it you will see some incarnation of it shortly
5: they will not be mad at me anymore
3: <laughs> thank you so no, much thank sir. you very much <laughs> have a great day thank you